Welcome to Incubator by Planet Ant Podcasts. My name is Mike McGettigan, executive producer of the network. At Planet Ant, we pride ourselves on exploring new talent and bringing new voices to the stage. So we're bringing that to the world of podcasting. We'll regularly feature six-episode short-run series commissioned exclusively for the Incubator podcast. Some of these might become full-run podcasts of their own, and some might just stay within what we're doing here. Incubator, stick around. You might like what's next. (laughs) So quick question, Tim. Why did you choose the two songs that you selected for Waiting for Lunch Radio? Um, Because it's springtime here in Michigan where I live. And um, it's, it was very, very seasonally appropriate. And I got that from your selections. Do you feel that the mood of the songs matches the mood that spring gives you? Oh, that's interesting. The Jesus and Mary Chain song, you know, it makes you want to go outside and, uh, and and move your body and uh, and uh, de- and drive, you know, uh, maybe in a rainstorm. Very appropriate. Oh. <laughs> it definitely uh, has a rainstorm feel. A spring yeah. rain. Gonna say to you, ball, 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 It's a win-win situation with games and interviews. Every win-win situation is fun for me and you. Okay. Oh, okay. So welcome to Win-Win Situation hey. with Tony Vaughn. And today's guest is... Tim Rath, Tim Rath, tell us your name. <laughs> uh, I'm Tim. Tim Rath, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Whoa! <laughs> that's the applause. Yay, that's the applause. Uh, Tim Rath, for those uh, who are uninitiated, uh, uh, 17 years ago I made a thing with Tim and Jerry DeFranco and others. It was called The Mangler, and only our friends heard it, and it's on streaming services, and the only people that stream it are me, and that's it. So <laughs> you can go hear it. It's under Waiting for Lunch Radio Theater. So the Tim, why don't you tell us what you remember about making this crazy, crazy show called The Mangler? Uh, well, um, you know, I can I can go back into the into the origin story a little bit more. I Please suppose, do. As far as just being, you know, in there, I just I, I just remember, you know, that it was a lot of fun to be in uh, in Joe Krause's uh, uh, big old house. Uh, Imaginarium. In, <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, in uh, in in Fraser, and um, and it was in the summertime, I believe, that uh, that we recorded this, and so we were just kind of going in and out, and kind of writing the episodes on the fly. And uh, and it was a lot of fun, and it was uh, and it was in- totally insane, and um, and I was called the Mangler for a long time after that. <laughs> <laughs> so is it bringing back good or bad memories? <laughs> uh, no, no, very very good memories. Um, you know, I think uh, you know, I think Joe and Jerry are are both. Uh, we can talk about them later, but you know, they're both sure. very very good writers. And Joe's uh, excellent with the uh, with the sound and yeah, that theme um, song is so fun. I almost got, the yeah. theme song's by Mike Hanlon, uh, who went by Tangible back then. And there was a 12-inch record on Pie Gow Records that released that track and then went out of print. So good luck finding it.
listen to Tim because <laughs> he's a mangler. He is the mangler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to bring the mangler back. That's my goal for today's show <laughs> is to bring this back. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna unearth something here. At the end of recording the mangler, I was being kind of a jerk, and then Tim and Jerry were like, "We're gonna go, we're gonna go write a second season." I'm like, "Good, why don't you? How about you put me in it, and then you kill me? I'll be the narrator, but you're gonna kill off the narrator. Episode one, I'll record it, and you guys can go do that." And so they wrote a bunch of stuff that I never saw. So you should unearth that and do it, and I'll help you this time. <laughs> Wait, we have to warm him up first with some fun games. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> what is this without so, fun Tim, games? So, Tim, you did agree to singing the answers to some questions that we have for you today. So, this is the part of win-win situation where we bring you questions and you have to sing the answers. Joe, do you have a question for him? <laughs> uh... Is this a 20 question? I have a qu no, question? no, this isn't 20 questions. This, this is, is a single question. This is a single question. I have a question for you while Joe thinks about a question because we're going to make <laughs> wow. you sing twice. Okay, Tim Rath. So you say this show was like ready? flying by the seat of your pants, is what you're you saying. Ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes! All right, yeah, okay. yeah, get into the mood, yeah. All right, what is your favorite recipe? And you have to sing about it. Go! Oh, uh. Uh, lasagna. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What, what is it about lasagna? You have to sing this as well. Oh, goodness. I know. Uh, <laughs> I like tomatoes. That was really. Do you say that he gets like ten points for that? I'd say ten points for each of those two. Those, okay, those two so that's sections. that's twenty points. So you have accrued now it's, twenty points. It sounds like it's from an opera. Twenty points for Tim Rath. Do you even hear those I'm sound not effects? I'm keeping my points when this is over. By the way, I'm. Oh no, I'm keeping track. Don't worry, I'm there. really organized. They're they're no, no, I'm, they're I'm, redeemable. I'm, I'm donating them. Oh, okay. I say that to like another contestant. No, no, to charity. Okay, yeah. Is it to the ACLU? No, it's no? to the uh, other charity. Bloomfield Hills Country Club. Okay, okay. <laughs> these these points are redeemable for point zero three airline miles with Delta as well. Hey Joe, did you think of a question for Tim? Uh, I was thinking uh, whether you could describe your favorite public transportation route. And then you have to sing it. Are you ready? Public transportation routes that are real and not imaginary. Yeah, that's All good. right. You I know, think actually he lost five points for that one. Because he, was, it was, he hesitated and stuff. Okay, so. all right. So we, we're, yeah. See, I, we're like the refs. So. It was the West Bloomfield yeah. Country Club? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, West Bloomfield Country Club. All right, they're gonna they're gonna be coming after us for the loss of their point zero three times five Delta airline miles. I mean, they're trying to save them up so that they can vacate. They probably already have because they got the shots early or something over there. But anyhow, are you ready for the next game on Win Win Situation? I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So you need to pick a number. One through ten, actually two numbers, one through ten. This is called topics. 
topics means you at random get two topics that we already pre-selected for you, um, but you are choosing them kind of at random by saying two numbers in between one and 10. So go ahead, choose a number between one and 10. I'll have, All right. I'll have uh, Joe monitor this. Okay, let's, uh, let's go with nine. Okay. And three. Okay, so that's animal sounds uh -huh. oh. and, and hairdos. Animal okay. sounds and hairdos. Okay, so you have, it's 30 seconds. Wow. For 30 seconds, you have to talk about animal sounds and hairdos without hesitation, like you're an expert. No singing, though. No singing. No singing necessary. You just have to talk about it. You're an expert on these things. Animal sounds well, and hairdos, and you can interchange them as you wish. Are you ready? On your mark, <laughs> get set, go! Rather than speak as an expert, I think I'm going to speak from personal experience because to me, the personal experience is really what counts. Um, two weeks ago, I went to the barber and I asked him uh, if, if he could cut my hair as you do when, uh, when, when you go to the barber. And, um, and, and, and he just kind of uh, shrugged at me. He told me he, he had no idea uh, what I was talking about. And then I realized um, that in order to tell him how I should, uh, how I wanted my haircut, I'd have to go <laughs> because my barber um, is, uh, is is half dog, and, um, oh and I apologize to him that I neglected to, to remember that about him uh, during our last um, uh, haircut uh, experience. Um, thankfully, I, I go I go to him because uh, I can pay him in dog food. Um, Little I just treats. Bring dog food that I have from home. Is this 30 seconds yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. 10, <laughs> 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, You got 20 points! Wow. Good job, Tim Roth. That all was right. really good. West Bloomfield Country Club is very happy about this, and they all want to know who your dog barber is. I want to go to your dog barber. <laughs> I want to get like a shag cut. Shaggy. Hey, that would that 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 be that that be appropriate because because uh, he's a shaggy dog. A shaggy dog lives. <laughs> this is a shaggy dog story. <laughs> that was really good. So you actually got points for that because you even made us forget about that thirty seconds. We were so wrapped in your story. Are you ready for the next game? Or are you getting sick of games? Do you want a normal question? Oh, um, you know, you're the you're, oh, you're yeah. the you're the host. I'm I'm here. Okay, cool. Twenty questions it is. The, twenty questions. The way twenty questions goes, and Joe, I'll have you start with a couple questions that you think of on the fly. Oh. Um, and then I'll take I'll take over when you can't think of any more questions. But you only have a couple of seconds to answer each question. And each question is going to come at you real, 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 real fast. And marks, and then get sets and ready and go. What's your favorite color? Uh, Wrong. Wrong. Do you like to ride the bus? Yes. Uh, do, uh, do Do you have any pets? Yes, I have. Pets. What's your favorite cupcake? Wrong. Um, wrong. 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 What are the rules of football? What are the rules of football? 
Oh, I couldn't explain it in five minutes. Okay, you have five seconds to explain the rules of football. Yeah. Oh no, I've screwed everything. Come on, come on! You extended the five seconds to ten seconds. I think more than the other team. I think I understand now. That's what I've been missing this whole time. Thank you for explaining that. Where do you live? Uh, Michigan. If you could have a different name, what would it be? Um, Engelbert Humperdinck. Ooh, I like that. Okay, question. Can are you good at making paperclip sculptures? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You get a point for that. Yay! Point for paperclip sculptures. What? Okay. What is the happiest color? The happiest. Happiest. Color. Not your favorite. Happiest, happiest color. Happiest color. Come on. Five seconds. Uh, yellow. Oh, good. Uh, actually, yellow. I, yellow's right. You're I right. agree. You're right. Yeah. We okay. Sunshine yellow. Just for that, you. You win. Yeah, you win. You win again. Wow. You wow. won twenty points. That's, it's perfectly organized. Don't you worry. We didn't just write this as we're going. It's along. like at random, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like a randomly, like, organized questions just for okay. you. I'd, li- I'd like to also mention that you also got a free uh, gin and tonic on your next Delta flight with that answer. And you win a special win-win situation duffel bag. Yeah, we don't have we them. We don't even have them but if, yet. if we ever make any, you will have one if yeah. we ever make any. Because you won on the show today. I'll I promise. For my, for my Delta flight. Yeah, you'll need the bag to get on your flight. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. not actually sponsored by them, but we're hoping to be. So we're just trying to give away things with Delta, hoping that they'll sponsor us. We have another secret special game. Oh. It is called. This game is called Guess What Joe and Yvonne Are Thinking. We're gonna give you 30 seconds and you get three tries. Okay, go! Goodness, uh, are you thinking about um, lunch? No. 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 Well, that's one guess, you got two that's more. That's really close, but it's not not it. I'm, I'm close. Yeah. Okay. You, you know what Joe's thinking too? Yeah. I don't know how she knows that, but she just does. She always just knows. It's just like witchy magic. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I sold my soul. I was close when I was talking about lunch. Yeah. Um, are you thinking about... Uh, Your 30 seconds is almost over. Specific food. Specific food? Specific. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about Gymshark models the whole time. I'm oh, sorry. me too. Oh, all right. Gymshark models. Yay. Yes. I had another chance at it. No. Oh, wait, wait. He's got one more chance. What are we thinking of? Gymshark models. You're right. Yeah, How did you oh know that? God. Oh, my God. Tim Rath won the game of win-win situation. So today we're also going to play an episode of The Mangler on the show, too. Oh, yeah? This episode of The Mangler contains scenes of violence that may not be appropriate for all listeners. It also contains sound design by Jeff Jemison, which would be appropriate for everybody if it weren't for the aforementioned scenes of violence. It's The Mangler! Dateline, late morning 2004. The Mangler is in his apartment attempting to reroute his bathroom when startling events begin to unfold. Whoever put in this tile it must have been some sort of fly-by-night Mickey Mouse organization. I never did anything wrong. I was just walking with him down Metro Beach when I turned my back for one second. When I looked again, he was being devoured. There's no reason for this. Lady, you don't even know the kind of stuff that that kid was going to get into. A somber interview with yet another devastated parent of a child killed by the Mangler. This is the Corbin News Network. Back after this. Come on, Dad! The media are turning against me. Hello? This is the Mangler speaking. No, I won't appear on your tabloid news show. It's sensationalist. 
Hello, this is the Mangler speaking. I'm not heartless. Harassing phone calls, letters, and emails begin pouring in. And for a change, only a small portion of them are from Dr. Horatio. What do you want? I'm an innocent man. I saved the future. Hey, Mangs, what's wrong? Oh, Walzak. I'm being eaten alive by the press. What do I do? Sounds like you need some positive spin. And it just so happens my cousin works at the corporate news network. Soon! Hello, this is the corporate news network. Chris Walzak's cousin speaking. Hey, cuz, what's up? Oh, hello, Chris Walzak. What's going on? Chris Walzak procures for the Mangler a spot on Good Morning Thursday, the fluff news program which exists to show weather graphics and the newscaster's new dental work mixed with advertisements poorly disguised as gadgety demonstrations. Mangs, this is your chance to show the world that you're really a good guy. (laughs) You got any blow, dude? No. In New York City, Don arrives soon after the Mangler's plane, and he puts on his most respectable suit and cape for his morning television debut. Welcome back to Good Morning Thursday. I'm Jason Hart. And I'm Adriana Zahn. Good morning, Jason. Good morning on this perfect 72-degree Thursday. Today, our fitness expert, Chris Nielsen, will show you how to tone your abs while eating donuts. In a later segment, we'll be taking a balanced look at the most rockin' new gadgets in the field of Dell computer brand digital photography. Sounds exciting. Do you think your kids will be like, dude, getting a Dell for going back to school? You bet, Adriana. But first, is the Mangler a menace to society? We'll sit down for a chat after this. The Mangler waits through the commercials for Dell Computers and the Chris Nielsen home gym with trepidation, practicing his responses to himself in the green room. He thinks... I can't remember when I've been this nervous. Before he knows it, he's under the hot lights of national attention. Welcome back. We're here with The Mangler. Boy, I bet I'd land a husband as chiseled as Chris Nielsen if I bought his gym system. (laughs) I don't know how much your husband would like that. I can't wait till he shows me how to eat Tim Horton brand donuts and still get that washboard stomach. Now, Mangler, you're under fire for eating babies. You say it's to prevent crime, but any logical thinker knows that it's impossible to prove a negative. That's right. Did I show you these pictures I printed from my Dell computer of my little Jacob? Oh, he's getting so big. Well, the other day, he ran up to me and said that God didn't exist. I told him to prove it, and all he did was stand there gawking. Then I told him to mow the lawn. I bet that new John Deere restored his faith. He never mentioned that again. Now, I understand you prepared a demonstration, Mangler. The floor director is telling me that we only have a few seconds before commercial, so please make it quick. Well, uh, I've got here a little Chris Moore, who as an adult will grow up to deal drugs right here on the street of Manhattan, and he's going to kill four people in a gun battle. That's very specific, but I don't see where this is going. Oh my god! The Mangler horrifies America by hurriedly eating a baby on live television without adequately explaining himself first. Jury, how do you find the Mangler? We, the jury, as an impartial panel of the Mangler's peer, find him guilty as charged. Guilty, guilty, guilt, fucking guilty. Very well. The Mangler, for uncountable admitted acts of first-degree murder, I sentence you to... 30 years in bleeding asshole detention facility. Oh, my. Chris Walzak, is my lore I don't think you should have gone to the bathroom during closing arguments. Sorry, Mangs. It didn't take me that long, but on the way back, I felt like doing some push-ups. Chris Nielsen says they can be done anywhere, at home, in the office, or even in court. Bailiff, take the mangler directly to the dankest of state-run hell holes. He knows 
knows that his actions are worth the risk in order to prove finally that he is a boon to humanity. How will he survive in the omnipresent desolation of the federal prison system? Find out in 30 years on the Bangla! When we spoke earlier, Tim, you mentioned that you like cooking. So I want to kind of revisit one of the questions that we did, like, in serious. Um, what's some, what are some of the things that you've liked to cook lately or some adventurous things or like some things that have surprised you that you wouldn't have thought? Because um, I, I don't know. I, for one, just started cooking and I'm surprised by the things that I have learned along the way. I appreciate the question, but I just want to make it perfectly clear that I am what I would call just a mildly skilled home cook. I'm That's just... okay. That is exciting in its own right. Did you ever? I can. We like food. We're waiting for lunch yeah, all the time. The thing that I used to make back in the day that you may have had at one of those old house parties is red yeah. lentil stew. And that's still the only thing that I know how to make competently is red <laughs> lentil stew. I really like to make uh, lentil stew. And if you still have that recipe, then I'd love to have it because it's, uh, of course you do, because you still make it. And, yeah. and I thought that uh, the Joe's uh, uh, lentil stew was great. I think lentils are terribly underrated. Like, they have such a bad name, like lentil. Nobody wants a lentil. Take your lentil somewhere else. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't uh, want to eat one of those. If you could rename the lentil, Tim Rath, what would you rename it? I was just thinking that it reminds me of the... uh, What was was that movie called? Uh, Yentl? Yentl. (laughs) Give me some yentls. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Am I thinking of uh, just Yiddish uh, words? Um... No, I mean, I, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I like, uh, I like unhealthy things. So I like to, uh, you know, like make uh, uh, fried chicken and falafel and stuff like that. And eat ketchup flavored chips. Um, I don't know about that. I, I, I like them. I you really... should try them. That's a brand called uh, Hers, not Hims, but Hers. Hmm. Yeah. Hers ketchup flavored chips brings you point zero three Delta Sky Miles per chip. Did you know that? <laughs> No, I didn't. Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't. I don't know how I feel about flying Delta. I, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that on this podcast. No, I mean, I really, oh, I, mean, I really hate Delta. I think that they suck and they're terrible. But I'm just trying to get their sponsorships. So, like, hopefully yeah, they'll so, hear. Yeah, well, yeah. They'll hear all the bad things we said about them, and they'll not. They'll love us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That does. That. That's, we that's, we don't have any logic or control over our brains. reasoning. <laughs> Since we have you here today, and it's such an honor yeah. and such a pleasure, by the way, because um, the the things that you guys made back when I met you really were inspiring to me and gave me like a like a an energy that I oh I want to go out and make things too, you know. And it's nice. And you guys had such a professional quality to it all. No, you really did. Like, as I've been in the world of radio to hear the way that you guys produced it, um, really, it was impressive for the time and also for the time that you guys are coming out doing this. So since we have you, can you do your best mangler impression for us? The thing, the thing about the mangler is that it's just my voice. Uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just me. I give a lot of credit to Joe for being the narrator, he had a voice, and 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 Jerry, Doctor Horatio, had a had a very funny voice. And my only comment was going to be that it's funny that um, I played just 
my my myself and my own stupid voice that I hate to listen to on the recording. <laughs> Everybody was making fun of me, and there's a moment in the Mangler where Jerry makes where Dr. Horatio makes fun of my voice because I just because all day I do voices, especially here in quarantine. I work from home. My wife works out of out of the home, and so it's just me and my stupid pets, and I'm just constantly talking to myself in different voices. That was a great impression of the mangler that you just did. It sounded, I, you transported me there. Um, Can I, I get I, some points? You got, you got, you oh, got wait, like 50 let's points. Think about no, 50, 50. 50! 50, 50 points! points. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, the contrast between Jerry's voice and your voice, I think it was the difference between them that made it that made it work because you're just like uh, a little more a little more monotonous, a little lower on the on the vocal melody line and okay. and he's like I'm not going to impersonate Jerry DeFranco, but like he's he's like up here and it's very melodious, right? You have a very great like deadpan voice. Like uh, like serious but <laughs> Like it's not—it's like a trustworthy voice. I would trust the Mangler. That's how he was so successful at, at consuming consuming babies. Yeah, wait until you listen to some of the episodes. You'll definitely trust the Mangler. Do you feel like the Mangler came out of your guys's like like love for comics or something like that, or where was it like kind of coming from? Do you think? Real, I'll try and make this. I'll try and make th- this part of it real real short. Um, I don't know if Joe knows this story because Joe doesn't, I'm a diehard sports fan and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and Joe, not so much, but in the, in the mid two thousands, the Detroit Pistons basketball team were excellent. And they were like the best in the, in the basketball association. And they were led by a guy named Ben Wallace, who's, you know, just a, he's, he's six foot nine, 250 pounds, totally ripped, big Afro, and he played a style of basketball that was very uh, ferocious, right? Like if you think about someone like uh, uh, Michael Jordan was like a symphony on the court, but Ben Wallace was like pots and pans falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and 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 I was and I was a diehard sports fan, and I was watching every Pistons game, and I was talking about it with friends uh, back in 2003. This was through message boards and. AOL Instant Messenger. So, whoa. Before the way things are now. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, Um, uh, you know, sports people accumulate statistics and um, and and it just and it just became something that uh, that that I that I started doing, um, I would say. Ben Wallace ate 17 babies in today's game. That's a new record. <laughs> and it made sense because his style of play was so ferocious. Anyway. That's so worth I think 17 that, points. You, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. Not I a lot of people points. get the 17 points. I was, I was lagging for a while. There. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm sorry. What was the, what was the question again? Well, like where the where you feel the mangler was inspired from, like where it came from, because I'm kind of coming at it from a different perspective. Joe was part of producing it, but oh. I was just kind of on the side, and I thought these are just a bunch of boys that like comic books. It was something that already existed with Tim and 
the local crew of people. It was something that was already there. And I was just like, let's make a show. I did not like conceive of any of this stuff. Yeah, Jerry DeFranco is a very brilliant man. Jerry DeFranco portrayed Dr. Horatio on this show. He's your and grandpa, he, right? Yes, yes. My 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 grandfather um, slash um, what's the word for it? Like your 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 main villain. Your your you know my my uh, Lex Luthor. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and 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 Jerry's a brilliant man. He's a brilliant writer, and so he he has this his he has his creative outlet. And Joe is is brilliant. I I guess I'd call you a sound engineer. I I don't I don't know musician. You know, um, you got a lot going for you, man. <laughs> His imaginarium. And flattery gets you ninety points. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How did you know? So, you got ninety yeah, points. Yeah. 90, ninety points for flattering me. Yes, flattery. Okay. So I just see the mangler as you know coming together of uh, Joe and Jerry, and I was like kind of like. The muse, I guess. <laughs> I think I think uh, Joey Gunnels and Ben Elias were were really amping up the narrative on these characters at that time too. So they should be mentioned at least for that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, ben yeah. Elias is a brilliant artist, and he and he did like uh, we 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 created like some graphics for online and like a poster to hang up in the in the record time in Roseville. And, <laughs> <laughs> See, only oh, just made the one and just put it right yeah. there. Which, by the way, you, you should send to me so I can print off and hang in the house. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All right. I will. I can do that. Thank I you. have it. And, and anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's those elements from, from those people and, and me and my, and my weird teeth. Uh, those, they were the, you have I really guess, nice uh, teeth. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> thank you. Do I get um, 20 points for flattery? <laughs> 20 points for points? flattery. Wait, who's getting those points? Me. I'm Avon a... gets 20 points for flattery. Yeah, I got 20 points. But no, when I listen to the to the mangler, I hear like like the the narrator trope that that was, you know, that's like some some something from, you know, Joe can probably explain that better than I can like yeah. where, where that's inspired. What does from. that mean, narrator? Oh, the, the narrator was just kind of like a riff on a 1930s kind of narrator, yeah. but I had to strain my voice at the top to do it and it's really hard to do now, so it's really hard to <laughs> I need like vocal training to be able to do. Yeah, he like, the mangla. Like it's really hard to do. It's still there. Ready McGrew and his boys are at it again. You know, that sort of thing. I think yeah. this should be a two-parter and we should get uh, who is a writer again? J Jerry DeFranco. Jerry DeFranco. We should get in touch yeah. with Jerry DeFranco and put these these two episodes back to back. Well, something that happened uh, in the uh, since then is uh, around 2015, uh, you were helping to facilitate the production of some radio dramas that I was making called Switchboard Infinity and Erie Canal Theater. Yeah, yeah, on WFMU. Um, after uh, after that was done, Jeff, who did most of the sound design for those took on our last episode because we never finished episode 10. We recorded episode 10. It was never finished. So Jeff did the sound design on it and that's on that album online. So it sounds much more elaborate than the other nine because he just went all out on all the sounds in it for the last episode of The Mangler. So with all this talk about The Mangler, now this is a question for you, Joe, and for you, Tim. Okay. Would you ever do a new episode? <laughs> I would. Sure. Yes, I, I feel like I feel like Joe owes me royalties, so we'd have to figure <laughs> that out first. I would um, split anything you any legal agreement you want. I'm down for it. I don't care. I would just do whatever is fun. 
Well, you just you just exposed your hand there, and my my lawyer is going to take you to the cleaners. Great, I'll take but, it. <laughs> I need I need to go to the cleaners. I I've been doing this stuff at home all the time. I've gotten no tailoring or dry cleaning at all recently. You know, right, if you right. No, no, Yvonne, I feel like um, I, I feel like if that were to happen, then the mangler would have to be updated for the times. Yeah, I, yeah. And how I do you like, think that would go? Like, what kind of updates do you see? It, it'd be it'd be real difficult. You know, um, I, I was a, I was a news reporter for 10 years and I wrote a lot about declining birth rates. And so I think that the that the mangler would take like a pro natalism stance and support <laughs> things like, you know, um, the early child tax credit and you know, um, restrictions on, yeah. on daycares and and important things like that to, to benefit the the development of uh families mm. in, in detroit and in michigan he does the opposite of one so he went to prison spoiler alert at the end of the show so he's in prison as of the end of the series yeah. for 30 yeah. years so he he comes around uh in prison and comes to this conclusion that tim just stated and he and when he gets out that's what that's where the show picks up so he has to do some <laughs> other some other horrible thing that's not eating babies well just doing everything he can to support uh uh child development well, cool. Yeah. He becomes a lobbyist, perhaps, to foster <laughs> progressive values. This brings right. up right. so many more questions, but I think I'm going to end it here. This is where we say, thank you, Tim. We love you. So go ahead. You can say it. I, I love you, too. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Tim's point total today is 38,714.2. 38,714.2. Now you can describe all the rules of basketball and we'll fade you out. Okay. Uh, wow. Where to start? The game starts with the, with the tip off. And then uh, when, 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 you, when, when, the, when the ball goes to Ben Wallace, then he uh, eats it and it kind of looks like a baby. And that's the way that the game of basketball is played. It's just about infanticide. That's why I've never played basketball, because it always requires that Ben Wallace is there. Hear all of the episodes of The Mangler by searching for it on streaming services. It's by Waiting for Lunch Radio Theater. The music in the background is by Mesu Kasami, a.k.a. Mike Hanlon. That's the same guy that did the tangible music before. And this is called Algezebra from the 8-Bit People's release, Three Channel Metropolitan. Hear more from Yvonne and I on our other show, Waiting for Lunch Radio, right here on Mixcloud. And you can support us for $3 a month using Mixcloud Select. Finally, get in touch with us, request a song, leave a weird message, sing something by calling 313-883-9275. See you next time. It's a win-win situation with games and interviews. Every win-win situation is fun for me. Hello there. Remember, 
You can keep up with Yvonne and Joe, a.k.a. Stashu and Joe, and their various projects at WaitingForLunch.com. Win-Win Situation is presented by the Planet Ant Podcast Network and is powered by Pinecast.